Hello and welcome to season two of Anime Attaché. We are a part of the Fundamentals Network, and this is an introduction show to all things anime. In season one, we spent some time watching My Hero Academia, and for season two, we are diving into my absolute favorite, Cowboy Bebop. My name is B Zelda, they them, and I'm gonna be your host, your sensei, your guider. What is the space, person who guides? Guide. Space guide. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And as my little space tourists, I will lead you and point out all of the exciting things. Now, in the audience of this little space tourism, we have two fantastic humans. What are your names? I am Kelsey. My pronouns are she/her. And I'm Steven. He/him. Fantastic. Well, um, if you would like to look on your left outside of the window, we have <laughs> some stars, a planet, and oh, is that a tiny child with the uh, the mind of a thousand year old man? Hmm. Let's explore this episode, episode six, Sympathy for the Devil. So bizarre. This 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 is a weird one. It was such. I did not like this episode. I. I, it made me uncomfortable, and I couldn't figure out why. Maybe it's just because, like, shooting at children doesn't evoke great feelings, even though I know it's not a child. But, like, Kelsey, tell us about yeah. why this episode was so yeah. fucked up. Let me let me tell you about it. <laughs> let me just tell you about it. Um, I'm just going to warn our audience that it's not a very linear recap <laughs> because it, it wasn't a very linear episode. So this is not a result of my brain being unorganized. This is what happened, Okay. <laughs> so the we start the starting scene is like these doctors like torturing someone mm-hmm. and then like I believe it's it's sciencing. Oh, it was yeah, Ethic, ethically They're definitely <laughs> definitely ethical. <laughs> yeah, and then like Spike is like in a bar and kind of wakes up. So then we think, is was it him? Were they torturing Spike? But he's in a bar. The, this kid is playing the harmonica. Um. Jet apparently was like a baby hipster and like loved <laughs> jazz before everyone else. Um, and then Jet like sees uh his friend Fatty, and then they pat each other very weirdly and greeting. They make a really good quote that Fatty is like, um, yeah, I listened to jazz music when I was still in my dad's sack. Yes. I have never heard a human being say that out loud. No, no that's no. Um, you said a good quote. I would I would say it was a, a unique quote. Yes, yes. <laughs> good is subjective. Unique might be a better word for it. Um, also, they also flash really quickly to um, what's her name? Faye. Uh, Faye. Faye eating dog food, and yeah, she that wouldn't was give gross. it to Ayn. It was really gross. Um, Anyway, because she wouldn't give it to Ayn because apparently Ayn's yeah, not doing enough work. But what do you want the dog to do on the spaceship? <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure. It's, well, it's it's a very interesting le- level of there's like very clearly hierarchies that think of, think the exact same thing about whoever's below. Because, yes. <laughs> because Faye thinks that about the dogs. And then we very quickly find out that Jet and Spike think that about yeah, Faye. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. So anyway, uh, Spike follows someone who's following someone. And we see the kid and an adult in a wheelchair get into a car. And then this other guy follows them. And then Spike follows him to a hotel. Um, Codenamed Giraffe and Zebra. Yeah, I love the codenames. Yeah, Giraffe and Zebra. <laughs> and then the we find out later his name is Giraffe. Falls out a window. Spike saves him from hitting the ground. But then he's been shot and he dies at the last second 
he gives Spike like a pink stone and he says, don't trust what he looks like. And we think he's talking about zebra until um, Jet talks to Fatty and finds out that um, the kid is like a million billion years old or he was he was a kid 30 years ago also. Um, and then. Uh, yeah, because Jet Jet like finds an article and a picture of him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's a scene where there's like Jet and Spike and Faye back on the spaceship where there's like a lot of gender things happening, mm-hmm. which was interesting. Very the, representative of 1998. Me, you know, men live by honor, blah, 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 blah. And women don't pay attention, basically. Um, so that happens. And then finally Spike finds Zebra and this kid and apparently the kid is like has been alive forever. Um, something happened on his planet where everything died except him. Radioactive science. Throw, yeah. throw a bunch of science words together and hope it was makes that sense. Earth? I don't know if I was paying too much attention in that moment, but I thought it was Earth and like it something looks... blew up near the moon and then the moon kind of crashed into Earth or like parts maybe. of it fell yeah. down. Oh, maybe. Earth, I don't think Earth exists as we know it in this world. And I don't recall what the distinction was. I will say they they now that you say that, they haven't really mentioned Earth. They've mentioned mm-hmm. like Mars. Tijuana Mars. And yep. like... Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Huh. So apparently God gave this kid this harmonica and then the earth exploded. That's how I'm gonna explain it. <laughs> okay. Yep. <laughs> and then um and then it's Zebra who needs help, not the kid. Like we thought. Um Spike shoots the kid in the head and he splats all over the ground, but then comes back to life. Yeah. And so they find out that the stone can return time to this kid. And so they make it into a bullet and put it in a gun. And then Spike causes his car to crash and the kid walks away. And then um, Spike shoots him with the stone. And then he's the little kid starts glowing and ages quickly until he dies. It's really an Indiana Jones experience. And then he's <laughs> Yeah. And, yeah. And then he asks Spike if he understands many times. And Spike does not. <laughs> no. I laugh so hard. It's like, no, I don't get it. <laughs> and then my final note is the end bye. <laughs> yes, because then it was over. Yep. And that, that was, was the, the episode. whole episode. Yeah, it was such a tr- especially like, okay, this is coming on the heels of far and away the best episode of this show. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I so I'm trying I've been, the whole time I was watching it, I was trying to figure out am I not liking this because it's right after something that was so good? And I'm just like like we're not even gonna mention anything that happened. Like, <laughs> not a single thing. Mm-mm. Like Spike's fully recovered, even though the last time we saw him, he was in an entire body cast on the couch. Like, yep. N- oh, okay. That I, checks I out. guess. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, I feel like I feel like a lot of shows when they do like these little vignettes. There's part of me that's like they must be dropping information that's important for us later. But I feel like I don't know what of this. Could have been like we didn't learn anything about anyone else's any of these I mean, characters' history. Like it was is a it bit fatty? of like, <laughs> he just not come back to my understanding. <laughs> okay, so like, what was the point? I, if I had to guess, um, much like the title, like sympathy for the devil, this was meant to show Spike's empathy. How, but like, again, like I want to infer all of this. And then at the very end, this kid, as he's aging, he's like, do you understand? And Spike's just like, nah, I don't. So despite all the sympathy, I don't feel like he really got it. 
But yeah. it's like, was he doing a kindness? Did he do it because he wanted the bounty? He's not getting the bounty because that's also part of the, the moral of Cowboy Bebop is they do all this work and they never get the money. Um, so that was yeah. reflected. But yeah. I just, like, sympathy? I don't know. Yeah. I did. I did feel like we got the first, or this was the first time. So the two things that I noticed that I think will be long term story beats was uh, Jet giving a bill to Faye. Yep. Um, and that <laughs> so, and that dynamic, like, hey, <laughs> you're costing us resources and we don't make any money because we're bad bounty hunters. Also, um, stop that's... eating dog food. Yeah. Seriously, um, there's no human and then, goodness. And then Ein Ein was the one who knew that the guy was still alive. Yes. Um, I forgot about that little moment. And so, so it's, yeah, it's, it's really small. And so, so I actually, I actually do agree that there's like. I miss that. He's still alive? The, the. The dog. So remember how they like put the thing on the dude's head? Yeah. To show his memories? Yeah. Ayn was the one who realized that he was still alive so that they could do that. Oh, I didn't realize they thought he was dead um, before that. Yeah. Oh. But. That shows how much it, I know. <laughs> it feels like this is, um. So I, I'm, I'm trying to process these words. <laughs> yeah, my no, because no, again, there's an episode that was so scattered that like, how do we organize our brains? Well, and 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 when I think about the season, this is more the norm than last episode, right? Like, yeah. This this kind of like, what's going on? Okay, there's there, there's a very short twenty five minute storyline. What's what's actually relevant? Yeah. Um, and so, like, I go back to the first episode. You see that 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 Spike is actually very capable when he, when he like plants or like when he pickpockets the guy and then you see him fighting the second episode, I don't remember or the third. And then there was the, the, um, the ones with like the, the, there was a lot with Faye and the the casino, the Greenpeace terrorists. Yep. They will Um, always be memorable in their weird dolphin abominations. Yeah. But like you see, you see Spike and Faye, like, trying to do the right thing more than mm-hmm. caring about the bounty. So that's so that's an important piece. Then we get episode five and there's like just tons of important stuff that we're like, oh my gosh, I need to know more. And then this it's like, okay, so so what's what's relevant? And I think it's just those little things. And I, I'm curious is how much of that is is due to like if we went back and looked at other 90s anime or or honestly honestly other 90s shows in general mm-hmm. and storytelling how much of it would reflect would would be more like um cowboy bebop as opposed to using the other show that we've watched recently my hero academia that's a really right? interesting commentary because now you're making my brain go back like in the 90s i probably only watched between cowboy bebop it was a lot of dragon ball z sailor moon i think card captors was a little bit later but there were always these episodes that didn't they were standalone and all it really yeah. did was serve to inform about what kind of character they were. And, and so I have another theory about that now. Um, you have to write different when they're streaming, right? Because um, you need people to binge. Yeah. You need people to come back. Whereas in the 90s, you needed people to enjoy the 25 minutes that they were in. That is just so enough, interesting. Just enough to, to, to keep the TV on next week. Yeah, what a social commentary, Stephen Garcia. So yeah, that's that's, that's <laughs> what I started thinking about. That's so true. Yeah, from cable TV to streaming, a hundred percent. You have to adapt. How else do you keep the retention, like the the viewer retention? Mm-hmm. Well, I even think about like 
me growing up, a lot of what we watched were like family sitcoms and stuff, yep. which was the same. It was just every story was different. There's not really on, you know, you'll have recurring characters and stuff, but each episode was its own story huh. and that never bothered me. And there might be a- I'm thinking of like, we used to watch Home Improvement a lot okay, or Family yep. Matters or anything like that. Where it's like each episode is its own story. And then it doesn't bother you when you come back a week later and it's different again. Exactly. You don't and feel every- like you've lost that much. So maybe this is a Kelsey problem. Of <laughs> I'm like used to watching six episodes of something in a row where I get where I want more. Yeah. Like, I, yes, I definitely want to like stop asking me if I'm still watching Netflix because I am. <laughs> well, and, and so, so, and the other thing is, all those shows do have overarching stories, but they're so much more subtle. And then, and every once, I remember feeling like this, this, when I would watch Pokemon as a kid. Yes. There was every once in a while, every once in a while, maybe every 15 or 20 episodes, it felt like there was a to be continued episode. Yeah. And it was like, oh my gosh. Like like something's going down next week. I have to wait a whole (laughs) week. They didn't save Pikachu this episode. (laughs) Oh no. Yeah. Exactly. And so so as we're actually processing this out loud, I'm more interested in the show than I was ten minutes ago. Hmm. I really like that. I like that we've kind of placed because like we we all were kind of experiencing that where it's like, what is what these standalone episodes? They don't make me feel complete yeah you know but ni- yeah. 1998 was more than 20 years ago ew that's a long time how dare why you? did you put that into numbers <laughs> <laughs> how dare you there are adults that were born after that no yeah yeah they can drink legally at least in canada <laughs> i bought alcohol at trader joe's yesterday and he was like i'm assuming since you said you have children that you're over 21 so i'm not gonna check your id and i was like wow thank you Thank I'll you, but also it. rude. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of assumptions happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't think I look young enough to not be able to buy alcohol? Right. <laughs> At 33? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I always get annoyed when I get asked. Like, really? Really? You want to you wanna make me go get my card? Just please, just accept that you can see my eyes and know that I'm under 25. <laughs> <laughs> don't you see the pain I've endured? <laughs> yes. I will say California is pretty strict on it. So, like, they check mine every single time. Yeah. Like, this was definitely a rarity where he was like, I don't need to see it. I I haven't gotten my ID checked in a decade. Well, you have a beard. It's the beard that works in your favor. If I could grow a beard that great, nobody would ID me. Yeah. (laughs) Agreed. Anyway. Oh, goodness. So, did we have any favorite parts of this episode? Like... (laughs) <laughs> I, I do. I absolutely oh, do. Oh, good, 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 because I don't. So right before um, right before Spike shoots the kid grandpa, mm-hmm. um, he just stands there while he lets the kid shoot at him. That felt so badass. And I was like, and then one like grazes his, his cheek and I was like, damn, Spike. Right. Like, <laughs> like it doesn't doesn't flinch. And I was like, that that's not the strategy I would have taken, but... He, Wow. <laughs> I feel like I liked when Jet and Fatty were greeting each other. <laughs> and their arms the just keep doing They were like, they were really excited to see each other. And then they, they, I mean, this is audio only. So you, the audience at home can't see this, but they had like, there's these weird straight arms and they were patting each other. <laughs> For a long time. Yes. Yes. Like an uncomfortably in, long time. In groups of three, it would go one, two, three, pause. <laughs> 
I want that kind of like a hug handshake with somebody where you get every time you see them. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then like that I've been listening to jazz since I was in my father's sack. And and before that, Jet had told Spike, like, I've been listening to jazz since they spanked my butt after I came out of my mom or something. So like the parallels between the two of them, like. I just thought that was funny. I, I, the other thing that I really liked, I liked the music in this episode. That's what, okay, I finally settled on something and it was mm-hmm. going to be the music. The intro, not the creepy experimentation intro, but like when the kid was playing the mm-hmm. harmonica mm-hmm. and then we got that, I think we got that kind of like in various parts of the episode when it was like the, the grandpa kid and Spike. I just, I don't typically care for harmonica, but with the way the scenes were going and like the drama mm-hmm. and the intensity... Mm-hmm. I just wanted so much harmonica. Give me that yeah. smooth jazz. And it, and it's it's got a it had a really interesting pacing too, and they used the music for that. Where we're just there was I I want to say there were three different scenes with the harmonica where it was just thirty seconds of the kid playing the harmonica and yeah. this very interesting animation. I I don't know. It was. I think the more I talk about the show, the more I like it after I've experienced it than while I'm experiencing it, if, if that makes sense. You need sense. to process yeah. it in order to appreciate it. Yeah. And there's a lot to process in all of this. Oh, there's... oh my goodness. Yep. Holy Especially yuck. like, like, like the, the, the magic space bullet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, the, another interesting thing that I just thought of was, you know, at the beginning when there's all these science experiments happening to this person and then like spike kind of wakes up from it then you think you think oh look we've gotten an insight into spike's past and then we learn that it wasn't his past classic misdirect (laughs) yeah it was just very like so at first i was like oh maybe we just learned something about like what made spike spike and then it's like oh no we didn't learn a single thing about him except that he's sympathetic and then and then yet again the the bad guy, quote unquote bad guy, is dead at the end and we never see them again. And mm-hmm. it has no bearing on the story. But there wasn't even that much interaction between the main characters of the story either, where I feel like we've had more of that in past episodes of like at least Spike and Jed are interacting more or Faye. But this was mostly just Spike. Yeah. Or Jet interacting episode. with Fatty. <laughs> there was more of that than anybody else. Which I loved. I loved them. I forgot about this scene. The two of them having lunch. Eating dessert? Yeah, eating dessert. Oh, yes. Oh, I completely forgot about that as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just just those nice little, little snippets. Yeah. I and it know. really tells you, like, Jet is a charismatic guy. When it comes to somebody with contacts, they always turn towards Jet because Jet has yeah. the friends. Yeah. He also worked for, like, that organization that was akin to space police, but. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It was weird. It was weird. Okay. Now I'm really thinking like if there's, there's not really even a lot of tropes that this pulled on. They did a lot of like classic things, but like it was very like, these are tropes that appear in all kinds of shows with like the intro misdirection where you thought it was Spike that had the the experiments, not knowing who the real villain was. Um, Which, oh, that, what you're saying reminds me of when the, when the, is it Giraffe was the guy who got shot? Um, Gives, gives Jet the ring. The, the like, the he, him language that they very clearly use because they want the the viewer to be um confused right yes yes and it's like it's like if you just use names nobody would everyone would be on the same page like if you're like like, help the dude in the wheelchair the kid's evil 
Yeah. We're good. <laughs> Instead of just saying, don't be deceived, deceived by what he looks like. Yeah. yeah. Like, who? <laughs> who are you like, talking about right now? <laughs> oh, that's actually really funny. I also yeah, love gotta have it complicated. Yeah. That reminded me too that, first of all, he handed him this extremely powerful weapon and didn't tell him what it was. <laughs> so mm-hmm. like, he, like, Spike is like, I get this, uh, they gave me this ring. It's kind of ugly too. Yeah. Which, but which then I'll... the best part is like when Spike shows back up with the kid and the kid's like, where's the ring? And Spike's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And the kid's like, okay. <laughs> like, I accept more, that. Where is the ring? <laughs> but I accept your answer. It doesn't matter. But obviously it does matter because now yeah. you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> like he just, I feel like if there was one thing in the world that could kill me, I would have more questions about what had happened to it than like. Also, I get the I got the vibe that he kind of wanted to die. Yeah, that's true. He did say at the end that he can finally find peace or something. Yeah. yeah. Or be released or whatever. And again, that's what really tells me like Spike did this out of the kindness of his own heart. But like, I don't know, killing somebody is a kindness. It is and it isn't, you know? So I. Yeah. Like, the title is really, because, like, the kid was the devil, and Spike had sympathy for him, and then the rest was history. But also the kid was, like, torturing people and using them, so. Which was very fucked up, yeah, yeah. The whole thing was just, like. Yeah. Yeah, that was intense. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of feelings that I just don't know how to feel about. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, even like the, the the strongest visual I have left over from that is there's a there's a an animation of the kid when he's shooting at Spike with just this like maniacal look on his face. The narrowing of the eyes. Yeah, and yeah. like and like sort of smiling. Yeah. And you're just like, Oof. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Such a good moment. It is yikes. Well, as always, I like to ask about predictions for the next episode, which make it incredibly complicated when we've left off on an episode like this. Yeah, I don't... This, I mean, going back to our conversation about the different storytelling styles, I, I, it almost feels impossible to make predictions. Yeah, yeah. I look back at the predictions that everybody has made that it's had to be general. Like, they're going to be more of a cohesive team and trust each other. Yeah. We're going to learn about Ayn. Still haven't learned a whole lot about the dog. Yeah, I feel like I've been wrong at, uh, like, every time. But, like, maybe if I just keep predicting that we're going to learn more about Ayn, then one will time eventually I will be, be right. right. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> it will happen. So maybe that's what I'm going to go with. Because I feel like you obviously know about Ayn, and you haven't mm-hmm. even finished it. So we will learn sometime. And, like, we picked him up in the second episode... And he's just been chilling. Yeah, not even eating dog food because that goes towards yeah, the humans. I know. You know, what I'm. You know, what I'm really curious about. I wonder if they have on, um, the like the original release dates of these because I actually think you. Yeah, could, look, November twenty eighth, nineteen eighty eight. Because I actually think you could make. Oh, I should have clicked on the one you just pointed at, but I didn't. Because <laughs> I wonder if you could if there's predictions that you could make about. I do not know how to what use. What are the you internet. doing? I, that's a great question. That's a, <laughs> does anyone know? Um, but if you could make if you could make stronger predictions based on release date, ooh. Because I'm thinking back to like I'm trying to I'm trying to think back to '90s, early 2000s shows and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. if it's true that the you don't need that same feeling of tension every time um, that we that we're currently used to with with shows always leaving on cliffhangers and and all that stuff. Um, if if you can see gaps potentially in when nope mm. 
<laughs> it doesn't look it doesn't look like it. My so my theory is my theory okay. is sort of shot. Well, how about then if we learned about the uh, episode title for the next one and I asked you what do you think is going to occur? Idea. Heavy Metal Queen. That's what it's called? Yeah. That's what it's called, but I'm trying not to look at the description. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. So, yeah. what do you think this is going to mean? Heavy Metal Queen. Is this going to be I think this is going to be a face-centric episode. <laughs> I, wish, I, wish, I wish you podcast listeners could see Kelsey right now. Just like, it looks like he's going through an existential crisis I or something. I feel so confused. Hand and face. Face and it's hand. It's just like, this. I don't like to be wrong, and there's just no way to be right in no. this situation. No. I am assuming they're going to be, they need to, wow. <laughs> Come on, get those words out. There's going to be a band, a heavy metal band, and they're going to have to capture one of the people for a bounty. Yep, okay. That's what, I'm, that's actually, what I'm going with. Now that you say that, I actually think you're right and I'm wrong. Um, you know what I did just notice as I'm looking at this? Um, the writer credit on each episode changes. Yeah. Oh. Which is very interesting. I really like that. Yeah. Um, that's unique. Right. So I want, but in, at least on the wiki, the it, the directed by isn't even listed. And so I wonder if it's the same director for everything and different writers. And that's some of the disjointed feeling. Interesting. I don't know, any, if anyone has, has a deeper history of, of Cowboy Bebop, feel free to add us and, and share your, share your bountiful knowledge. Yes, please. Don't look. Oh, sorry. I was, I was not reading the, I was not. Anyways. Wow, Steven's trying to spoil. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, how, no spoilers. How much? How much further have you watched on? Because uh, out of the twenty six episodes, I've seen probably the first thirteen, maybe okay. twelve. So yeah. we're still we're still in territory that you're you're familiar with. Yeah, and I'm really surprised. Like I thought we met Edward a lot sooner. Like we are going on to episode seven, and we have not met my favorite character yet. Like, dang. Hmm. Yeah. Wild. But we also don't know anything about the current characters either. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we kind of do about Spike, but not that much. Yeah. Well, do, do you have any predictions, B? <laughs> um, that maybe the next episode's going to be the one with Edward. I'm trying to figure out if it is. I can't. I found a bunch of Edward quotes, but that... Doesn't help me. Hmm. Here's a fun fact. In the opening titles to the show, Edward's full name is written as Edward Wang Huey Papel Sibluski Fourth. All right. <laughs> sure. It's a mouthful. Yeah. That's real Percy season one critical role vibes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know what well, that means. I know you do, baby. <laughs> You're so good at knowing knowing things. Um, well, well, corgi butts. How many corgi butts we given this? <laughs> I don't. I think I was I was originally set on two, but the discussion about it has kind of reshaped how I'm thinking about the show. Okay. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna bump it up to three. Wow, three shaking just, corky butts. Just remembering that it was written in a different time period. Like Yeah, literally. So weird to say. Um two decades ago. Yeah. And that and so seeing so I'm more interested now in going like, okay, what are the differences in storytelling styles and stuff like that? And so that that makes me even enjoy this episode that was so kind of bizarre. <laughs> um, 
I'm never gonna get tired tired of how weird it was. It was just yeah. like, mm. yeah. <laughs> well, so. Kelsey, how many butts you given this? I've never done this before, but I'm gonna give it one. Ooh. Oh. Wow. I felt so confused, <laughs> and <laughs> I just I don't see the point. That's fair. I mean, so similarly, I would like to give it two corgi butts for the purpose of like, if this episode was taken out of the entire series, I don't feel like I would lose anything. Like I already recognize the character details that are almost being reinforced that like uh, Jet is charismatic and friendly. Spike is serious, easygoing and willing to feel for his enemies. Uh, Faye eats dog food and I'm... (laughs) is sometimes smart right you know like right we already, already know all of those things, things. Yeah. we already know those things I don't know. that's exactly the that's because fa- it's like what's the point of this what have we learned here you are right steven Faye the, eating dog the, food was the new information dog food is, is, is some pretty big character development if, mm-hmm. I, if I do say so that's that's mm-hmm. pretty it was wet dog food too <laughs> it so, was gross <laughs> <laughs> so for <laughs> listeners who haven't seen the episode just don't worry it wasn't the crunchy kind yeah no, no. it's worse than that <laughs> No, both are bad. <laughs> Chunky, wet dog food. Yeah! Uh, well, I'm on a horrible note. Thank you, everybody, for listening. If there's one thing that you learned about this episode, it's don't eat dog food. Mm-hmm. Um, we won't stop you. You know, live your best life. But also, you know, treat yourself better. You deserve yeah. something out of a can that's yeah. not for dogs. Yeah, yeah, dog food's not self-care. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Dog food is not self-care. Well, with that then, my name has been B Zelda. You can find me on Twitter as at B underscore Zelda. I'm a podcaster, streamer, community manager, and I might be actually writing more. I don't know. Wish me luck. (laughs) Amazing. You can find me on Twitter at Kelsey D. Garcia. Not very often, but there sometimes. Yeah, and I'm Steven. You can find me at the underscore bad DM doing lots of uh, D&D storytelling stuff and having fun. And I'm trying to tweet more about anime because I know so much now. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> You're like a, a moderate beginner. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's that sport with the colored belts? Taekwondo. Yeah. Mo- like Most what? martial arts, yeah. Yeah, martial oh, arts. Okay, well, you have one color and you've moved up to another color. Yeah. Yellow belt. <laughs> a yellow belt. Yeah. Yeah, yellow's a nice color. I like yellow. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> All right. All right. <clears throat> Do you have any harmonica for us again? Ooh. Oh, this I should have done that last time. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Let's get out of here. It's not a harmonica. You know what? That was great. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. How can you make a harmonica sound? Uh, I'm going to eat it up. Anime attache.